please be advised that this episode of Storytellers is not safe for work. This week's story contains explicit language, adult themes, and inappropriate situations that some may find offensive. In other words, headphones on, ladies and gentle beings. You're listening to Storytellers. Four minds, one story, all entertainment. Four minds, one story. Welcome to Storytellers, Volume 2. I'm one of your hosts, Rashani, and as always, today I'm joined by four storyteller extraordinaires. With me, as is every episode, is the resplendent, the intelligent, the beautiful, the captivating, Erica. Erica, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderfully. How about you, sir? None of your business. (laughs) God, people all in my business. I ask them how they're doing. They feel like it's cool to ask me how I'm doing back. You want to know how I'm doing? A nigga played uh, almost 200-point word on me in Words of Friends, and the word was forfeit. What are we supposed to do? Forfeit. Forfeit. I'm not a quitter. Forfeit. I'm not a quitter. I There's know, but you can be, be a forfeit. A respectful and dignified retreat. I'm about to go on a <laughs> website and figure out anagrams for the letters O P X S Q I and the number one. I don't even know how the number one got there because it's word of friend. <laughs> I feel like while you're, while you're nope. at the internet, you should also look up stay in your lane, nigga, because you need to learn how to do that. Ooh. Stay in your lane, nigga. Stop playing words with friends. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's getting too spicy for the pepper. <laughs> We're also joined by the incredible. Yeah, no one knows who I am. <laughs> we will get to you. Simmer down. Simmer, simmer down. Simmer down now. <laughs> the incredible. The wonderful. The always inspiring. For Milk Minutes, Stephanie Stokes. Stokes. <laughs> How are you Mariah doing? Mariah Stokes. What's going on? <laughs> you know, seeing that show and then seeing what they put in the subtitles just shows you that they don't know what and the heck they're listen, talking about. That, those subtitles were hilarious. I'm like, that's not what he just said. <laughs> I get it. Y'all don't have patois in closed captions. I got it. <laughs> we go we go on over there and it says we're going up the You're street. We're going over there. It's like, wait, what? Is that what he said? <laughs> I mean, I know what he said, but dang what he said. They whitewashed the subtitles for Luke Cage, y'all. I couldn't. I hear they also did a queer eye, by the way. Spoiler alert. Um They did. They did. Also joining us. All the way from Beards, Bill, Alabama. It's a real place. I didn't make that up. Uh, we have the uh, amazing, the uh, concise, the I'm still thinking about the fact that my aunt fucking played forfeit on me and I'm mad. The uh, resplendent, the regal, adjective Jay. Jay, how are you doing? I didn't call you the best. 
I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I it's I'm happy to hear. I heard this is how I can win some money using words. So I'm excited. <laughs> yes, this is literally words with friends. <laughs> also, uh, just for people to know, I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Please don't take a shit on on my hometown and and love me. That's where I'm from. Huntsville, Alabama, always will be from there until it burns down from uh, racism. So, how close is that to mm. Cashville? How close is it to what? Cashville. You know, I know you're going to let me shine and get mine. I know you're going to let me in with this nine. Cashville. I have no idea where Cashville is. <laughs> Young Buck said it's right down the block from anywhere you thugging, nigga. What? I, I know you're going to let me shine and get mine, crying on the phone, 50, let me back in. I do not support Young Buck, sir. Uh, talk to me after the show about why I don't support. Actually, let me just text it to you. Don't know. We're not gonna bring the show down with this, but like, <laughs> holler at me later. <laughs> holler at me later about that. Uh oh. And last but never least, we got the light skin, the green eyed, the baller, the producer extraordinaire, LSPN. What's going on with you, man? Dun 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 nigga. Nigga. How you liking that LeBron? Oh, I'll take it. I I honestly want to see them run with the team they have. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like if we get Kawhi and, and have to give up Brandon Ingram, no. I'll oh. give up Kuzma and Hart, but we need to keep Brandon Ingram. He would easily get you, I don't know, between 25 and 30 on a night if you give him the ball enough. And LeBron is about 18, 19 shots. Yeah, exactly. And they're going to be running at a faster pace. He -hmm. gets to be off the ball a lot more because of the fact that, like, as shitty of a jump shooter as Lonzo is, he's a pretty goddamn good point guard. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) 10, 7, and 7, when you shoot historically low, that's not bad. One of five five NBA rookies to ever do that, and potentially with Rajon, with like Rondo there, <clears throat> somebody who is has that same kind of set. Exactly. Maybe he learns some stuff. Maybe he learns some stuff to to like I don't improve. Even need him to learn anything, if they both play their games, it's they're pretty yeah. much interchangeable. You, Rondo might be a more seasoned version of him, but they're pretty much interchangeable at this point. Still mad because the high score I got from any of the words, I keep coming up with this 15 points and this some bullshit. So, mm. storyteller. Mm. For those of y'all who are new to this, <laughs> we have four great storytellers, and we pull three cards. Um, when the cards are pulled, we also decide the order of how the story is going to be told. The first person gets the three cards and they begin the story. The story that they will tell is anywhere from three to five minutes long. Once they finish their segment, they pass it off to the next person who will then record their section, continuing on from the first segment for anywhere from, again, three to five minutes. This word gets interesting. The second person passes off the story to the third person. The third person records their section of the story, but they never hear the first person segment of the story. They only hear the second person segment. The third person then sends their segment over to the fourth person who doesn't hear any of the first half of the story at all. They only hear the first person or the 
for the third person story. And they close out the story in three to five minutes. We've had people completely disappear from the story. We've had storylines get completely shifted. Mm-hmm. We've had people get murdered a couple times. And we've had people just become heroes who weren't even supposed to be the hero of the story. <laughs> My man deserves so much more than what he got. <laughs> this storytellers, and we're glad you're here with us. This episode, the force, uh, the three cards we had received were a hugger, a person with a secret bad habit, and an email that cannot be unsent. And I just want to say out front that I wasn't the first person to go because if so, it would have been about a person who eats their boogers, who hugs people too much at church, and sent a letter to the pastor about how sermons are too long, and we would have went from there. But instead, we were fortunate enough for Jay to begin this story. Oh. So, with that said, LSPN, if you would, go ahead and play the first part. You know how they say that war is hell? Well, there was a war that was going on in our office, and it was hell. Uh, I was the first casualty of that war uh, because I got fired. Um. That, that, uh, I remember that day. It was July 15th, 2015. And I want to say that it was started like any other day, but when a day starts with you trying to figure out how to safeguard your lunch from someone who is taking literally one bite, one physical bite out of all sandwiches, all rice, crispy treats, uh, all, uh, anything that you could see, all cookies, uh, uh, anything circular, anything flat, he was going to take a bite out of it. And if you brought like a soup, uh, you couldn't see what that person did, but you had to assume, right? And that was worse. What if they were just dick, like dipping their tongue in it? So that's how our days have been starting for the last five months. And we worked in an office full of intelligent adults. We set up traps, cameras, we locked the refrigerator for a while, every time, every time, even with the locks, which was honestly amazing. Uh, Every time uh, our lunches would have bites taken out of them. We finally just gave up. There were people who used to bring uh, dummy lunches. So they bring like, uh, like they work on the principle that if you're taking one bite out of each lunch, then you're eating and eventually you're too full to continue taking bites. So they, they, there was one person, they brought like 20 lunches thinking eventually they burn out. Uh, and they took bites out of all 20 lunches in retrospect, 20 bites is a lot, but they could have just been spitting it out. So there are also people who, uh, would, uh, try to bring their own fridges to work. So they would get, uh, like their own little mini fridge in their office and put their lunches in that. But, um, you know, you, you gotta go to the bathroom sometime. Uh, you can't sit by that fridge the entire time. And pretty much as soon as you got up and came back, your, your food had a bite in it. And it was amazing, honestly. I, we, I, I don't know, uh, honestly, until you guys contacted me to do this I, and tell this part of the story, I didn't know who had, 
done all of the biting. And I got to be honest, I am excited to find out because that's masterful. But that's not the point. So uh, here's what happened um, the day that I got fired. Um, Tina... uh, Tina sent an email uh, with a picture uh, at about eight o'clock of her, um, a series of pictures actually of uh, her graphically rubbing our lunches on her vagina. There's not a nice way to say that. There isn't. Along with a manifesto, at least that's what I call it, uh, essentially declaring that the one bite monster or whoever the person was who was doing it i guess let's call him the one bite bandit whoever the one bite bandit was i he couldn't take bites out of our lunches because she had already beat him to it i guess someone told tina that she should fight fire with fire and so she went nuclear on our lunches again with her vagina I was unhappy with this. And in what is essentially a series of mistakes, I suppose the next mistake was mine. I responded to Tina's email. It was a seven-page rant, but in it, I went after Tina's husband. Now, a lot of people, when I told them the story, asked me, well, why didn't you go to HR? Tina was our HR rep. And I guess I could have gone to our general manager, Bob, uh, who was um, Tina's husband. But I feel as if he was aware of the situation because he received the email as well. And I noticed that he ate his lunch. Those are all things I pointed out in the email. I also pointed out that Tina's husband, Bob, who called himself a hugger, wasn't a hugger. You see, uh, Bob would say he was a hugger, but he never hugged any of his male employees. And he hugged people as a way of greeting. Like, you would shake their hand, so you would think, like, once a day would be enough but I saw him hug Angela like 12 times. After a while, I think he was just walking by her office to hug her, which is when you point that out in an email, that's what gets you fired. And then I I was out of the office, which, you know, honestly was great. Um, it, It was a hell of a war, but if this was the end of my battle, I guess the war was still raging on. You son of a fuck. Wow. <laughs> oh. Was not expecting that reaction. Was not expecting that. As the fourth person in this story who's finally getting here to the beginning of this story, you fucking fuck. <laughs> you fuck. What the fuck? First of all, I have to say congratulations. You are the first person in the entire time that we've been doing this that went for first person perspective. And went full vagina. Yeah, (laughs) and and went full vagina. That's also something that's never happened before. Um, So I'm impressed. This was 
both amusing and horrifying in turn. <laughs> and it's difficult to sort of balance that. So how did we arrive at the whole one bite bandit vagina lunch smuggling hugging trifecta <laughs> that you brought to us in this episode? <laughs> um okay, so here's what happened. I full full disclosure. Um, I improv that entire thing. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, uh, and, and so I improv uh, for literally that that's not the full set. I actually improv probably for like maybe about five and a half to six minutes. Uh, and it was set in space. You don't <laughs> catch that. And it was set in space initially. And, and I was doing this whole thing where it was like a log of like every day. It was like, all right, and today is another day as motherfuckers found another way to take a bite out of our lunches. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, and so it was that. And so it was, it was, and uh, what happened is uh, I, I was real high when I started doing it and I continued <laughs> to smoke as I was like doing each, each log. And so uh, I, I got higher and higher. Um, and I made the mistake of getting high to the point of losing track of the dates. And so when I went back and listened to the whole thing, it was way too long. I was like, well, I can edit it down. No big deal. And I was like, man, these days are horrible. And then the whole space element isn't necessary. So I just kind of cut all of it out. And that's without the space element. Uh, so the whole thing with Bob hugging was a real thing. Um, and, and that's, I, that is really based on something that has happened in a workplace I, I worked in. And I was like, why are we not all calling this what it is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I didn't get fired, thankfully, for saying that. But I was the only person who was like, he's only hugging specific people Mm. hmm and yeah and it was yeah it's something that i i noticed uh, that got thrown in uh so yeah a lot of improv work basically well it's fabulous really enjoyed it thank you um (laughs) it was there was there was a moment of real worry for me um i had to let my i let my girlfriend hear it and i was like Uh okay look this is what i'm gonna send in i need you to listen to this and as she listened to it, similar reactions. As soon as the vagina hit, watching, <laughs> watching the look on her face, and me just kind of sitting there like, "Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I need you to I need you to keep I need you to keep listening and push past that for me." <laughs> and been like, "Okay, so I need you to tell me, like, like how angry are you at me right now? Like, are are we slapping me angry? <laughs> like, am I?" Because if you're slapping me angry, I can't I can't submit this. I'm gonna go back in here, and I guess I have to try to do something else. <laughs> I can't, or just you know, another word like ah, oh, she was rubbing, she licked it all. Very, a vagina accepting group here. Okay, you know, like none of us is offended by the stray vagina as long as they aren't on our lunch actively when we're trying to have lunch. Okay, yeah, you know, so that's fine. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed Stephanie's speech. Was the only piece that I heard because I went third this time. So, Stephanie, how did you feel following this up? Like, where did your mind go in all so, of this? So, honestly, my mind went to where Jay was going with the creepy guy in the office, and he's only hugging. I went the women. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's only hugging yeah. the women. But he's a hugger, but not really. Mm-hmm. So he's just a creeper pretending to be a hugger in Southern. <laughs> so 
that's where my mind went. Well, let's see where but I'm like, I feel go. like, yeah. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. LSPN. <laughs> As I walked out the building, I did so with my head held high. I may have been carrying all the knickknacks from my desk, but I did so proudly. Being the first casualty of this war is not easy, but I know I did the right thing. No matter if I feel I did this six months too late, it is still the right thing to do. Angela was always so friendly. I guess it's the Southerner in her. She always hugged everybody. To say hello, to say goodbye, you could always expect a hug. And you know who loved it most? Bob. He always squeezed her a little tighter. And I watched him do it. It always read creepy. God, I wish I was stronger. I still remember that lunch. Angela was quiet, and that wasn't like her. She was as much a talker as she was a hugger. But at the accounting department lunch, she was quiet. Jamie was talking about her trip to New Orleans. By talking, I mean killing us softly with every minute detail. I could have sworn that Angela had been crying, but I didn't allow myself to dwell on it or even ask her. Because she was a fellow light-skinned brigade member, I should have recognized how quickly the color drained from her face when Bob came into the room. He walked in and she promptly walked out. The day after the lunch, I tend to block out. I convinced myself that it just didn't happen. Angela forgot how much the bathroom echoes. She also forgot my office is right outside of it. I wish I had never heard what happened at the New Year's Eve party. I also wish that when I got that email from Tina's counterpart, Miranda, that I had told her the truth. Instead of lying to her and telling her that I had no idea what she was talking about when she asked if I had heard about anything happening at the New Year's Eve party. Maybe Angela would not have done. Maybe Angela wouldn't have done what? LSVN? Did Angela kill someone? Stephanie, is there more? I thought there was. Track is two minutes, 20 seconds. That's what we went with. That's what I thought. It was a cliffhanger. Oh. Yeah. That oh, was wait, it's two words hanging off. What she did. Ah, okay. okay. Um, so let's see. Um, first of all, Jay, what the fuck? Secondly, um, <laughs> I just want to. Why are you uh, mad at me? Time out to say to both Stephanie and Jay. Well, more Stephanie than Jay. I'm not okay. judging you, Jay, for what you said or what you did about okay. the woman who's flying around using her vagina like bat wings. <laughs> on people's sandwiches. I'm not going to do that to you right now, Jay. Instead, I'm going to turn to you, Stephanie Stokes, and I'm going to say straight out, we're just going to let Tina ride on this, huh? We're just going to let her go. Huh? She's been attaching her vagina to people's sandwiches like a damn jellyfish, and we're just going to let that go. She's just been flying on the wings of an eagle. We're just going to let that go, huh? Just pussy lift yeah. all over my all over my pedestries, yeah. huh? Just- also, I feel like that. No, I feel like the problem was solved because, like, as we can see later on, lunch was happening. 
Mm-hmm. So the problem solved. People were like, oh no, I'm sorry. This has escalated to crazy extents. Let's just stop and everyone can have their lunches again. So y'all so was a hero. <laughs> Okay, so y'all are just good with pastries. Okay, don't um, I just want to say okay. Janelle Why you had motherfuckers it right? order in. I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. We're, Nigga, we're Domino's, Postmates, something. <laughs> you going hungry every day? You wasting the food anyway? How does that? Like, <laughs> so Look, this is what Janelle said. She said, "Put them on a pussy diet, so everybody on a pussy diet." And, and this is how she blesses the food in her religion. <laughs> oh man! Wow. In the name of the father. Well, I guess not. In the name of the mother, <laughs> the daughter, and the. Stephanie, Holy what were you thinking about when you wrote that? Say it again. What were you thinking about when you wrote that? What was on your mind? Um. Well, when I listened to Jay's part, I was thinking about. Um, what I honed in on, which was the creepy guy in the office, because as many offices I've worked in, there's been at least one creepy guy. And, right. you know, you watch when one of your coworkers has like a visceral reaction to them. And I was just picturing there has to be a story to it. So now that I actually had the power to write a story or at least part of a story, I thought I would, you know, exert my power on that. I had a uh, coworker when I worked in the call center. And by the way, uh, we here at Storytellers fully endorse the uh, movie. Sorry to bother you. Um, <laughs> I had a coworker when I worked in the call center who would literally stand up and say "damn" whenever one certain lady will walk past. Oh, oh wasn't no. this girl? Wasn't his wife? Wasn't anybody? He would just stand up and say "damn" whenever she walked past. And then one day, this stupid motherfucker emailed me and four other guys. An email that simply said five words. Did you see that ass? Oh. So when I forwarded said email to a boss, I was doing my due diligence because um he was fucking creepy and I didn't know who else he was eye ogling and he got fired. Subsequently yeah. he now goes to my church. Every time wow. I walk by, you should be like, damn. <laughs> Damn, what happened to your job? So, <laughs> did you see that homeless? <laughs> oh, wait, is he homeless? He's not homeless. Erica's next, he and uh, hopefully, we get back on to what's really at hand here. I mean, Bob sexually harassing women, yes, but uh, I am sexually so sorry. My slice. I am so I... sorry that I didn't get any hint of like the pussy patrol going on there. Like I would have done something with that. If I had only known that there were vagina related shenanigans, I would have been just (laughs) there for it. Um, But you know, the direction that I usually take things. Yeah. So do you know what I could have done with a pussy? Like seriously, (laughs) y'all like this season, you and all know I'm the best lover in the world. Shit. Do you know what me as a writer, as a, as, as just, an improviser could have done with a woman who puts her pussy on my lunch. Do you know the power I wielded that just got eliminated? I mean, you could have thought of it and then it could have been your thing. And we'd be like, oh no. And also Jay thought of that. It's like two great minds all alike. We could have that moment. You ruined that for both of us. How dare you? 
nobody would have thought about pussies on sandwiches, Jay. I don't think, <laughs> about, I think about pussies on sandwiches. I think it's different. I think about pussy on sandwiches all the time. Which also, before we go to the next part of the story, Pussy on Sandwiches not only sounds like a great rock band name, but it also sounds like the uh, follow-up to Bulls on Parade by Rage Against the Machine. LSBN, go ahead and hit the next part. To be clear, I didn't think quitting absolved me of my guilt in protecting an absolute slug like Bob. It didn't. But getting out of there clean was important. And I will admit that at first, I was upholding some seriously harmful concepts. Concepts like, don't make it hard on the rest of us. And why would you put yourself in that position in the first place? And there's no way they'd believe me over senior management anyway. Angela and I weren't friends. We were business associates. If she wanted to pay her dues by hugging lecherous creeps, that was her business. Only, it wasn't. Not really. Truth be told, I was just glad Robert had found a new target. We're all peers in management, you know. No need to be formal, honey. Just call me Dick. He'd said once, called it a joke as he put his hands on the back of my chair and leaned over my shoulder to take a look at the sales numbers for the quarter. Confidentially, I'm the one that put in for you to get consideration in the management acceleration program. Talked you up to Chris and everything. Glad to see you thriving, girl. Real glad. I thanked him, of course. And I made up an excuse about needing to take the sales report over to someone in the tech division. Like any good woman, trying not to fail her gender or her race, I didn't make waves. Instead, I kept making excuses. Slipped past him in the hallways, avoided him at company get-togethers, and I quietly let all the ladies in my section know to stay away from Dick as much as possible. Angela, though, I guess she wanted to see the good in everyone for all the good it had done her. On the way back home, I thought about driving up to county to see her, but I knew it wouldn't be wise. Someone out there would see my name on the log and the reporters would start calling again. Plus, I couldn't really talk to her. Not about what mattered, not about how I'd failed her, and not about what I'd done to try to make it right. They record everything in jails. At least, I assume they do. Anyway, I needed to make a clean break after what I'd done. The thumb drive was practically burning a hole in my pocket as it was. Miranda, when she sent that email... She couldn't have known that I would lie about what I'd seen and heard. It was a mistake that I couldn't take back, not without shooting my credibility in the foot completely and ruining my prospects. But what I could do was get my would-be friend Max over in Systems Administration to pull some records for me. Emails, 
text messages sent through company phones, some GPS location pings, the kind of stuff that would be useful in one way or another. I told Max it was because I wanted a good severance package, because Miranda and Tina were forcing me out because I'd covered for the boss's nephew instead of their feminist agenda, that I just wanted a soft landing for taking one for the team. I lied. There was only one place this thumb drive was going, and HR wasn't it. See, knowing now what I didn't know before, it should have went up Tina's vagina. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. But then how will we access the data? <laughs> I would have downloaded it later <laughs> on a pizza. Um, a Erica? Pizza? Yeah. What were your thoughts? Um, My thoughts were that, you know, Bob needed to meet an unfortunate end one way or another. Um, but that our narrator, even if she was going to be the one that made sure he had that unfortunate end, she wasn't really going to take the fall for doing that. So poor Angela. She could at least get the records over to a lawyer or the cops or someone to like prove that she wasn't where the event took place. And then get out of town. See? <laughs> See, Stephanie? Leave out the lips and all of a sudden it turns into niggas in jail and <laughs> now right. turns into a woman. It's a, heavy, like, it's, a heavy, it's a heavy topic, though. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, there is this sense of self-preservation in the workplace. Mm -hmm. And am I going to be listened to or mm -hmm. am I going to lose my job yeah. too? Because this guy is a creep mm -hmm. and is connected to the boss. So, mm -hmm. you know, like I wanted to play up those serious undertones and that sort of thing with this, even as much as I lean towards the darker side of fiction. It's not fiction for so many women, you mm -hmm. know, other than the murder mm -hmm. part. I've watched Snap. That's not fiction. We've, we've gone from sandwiches to murder. <laughs> I now, just want to point out man. that with we've gone from sandwiches to cold-blooded murkings. Well, I mean... <laughs> that is an episode of Snapped. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean... We had, the whole That's point is Tina's married to Bob. Basically. Well, I mean, Tina is married to Bob. You think Tina probably sees this is happening to Bob? I mean, who knows? Tina may have gone crazy and decided to kill Bob. Tina, where's the murder weapon? Do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> she better put on that sexy music when she do it. I just, I, I love this show. <clears throat> um, and I love how such a wonderful story is still made uh, from something completely different initially. Um, and I'm, I'm grateful. And you see, I'm stalling like a motherfucker before we get to my part. Um, I just want to thank each and every one of you for your, <laughs> and your input. No, no, no. Now we have to listen to your piece. I want to see yeah, how this wraps yeah, up. Tie, tie a bow on the vagina and the sandwiches. Let's, yeah. you know, yeah. let's wrap it all up. 
Uh, LSPN, go for it. All right. I do want to say, though, that as soon as Erica took over, I was like, this shit about to get real fucking dark. Watch. And sure <laughs> enough, three, I was exactly. like, three quarters in I was like, wait a minute. Who's she about to kill? I was like, fuck. <laughs> it's going down. I was like, it's going down. Shit. Somehow Angela what? ended up in Wentworth. <laughs> Once, just once, I'm gonna do something really light and fluffy and completely romantic. Y'all no, she not. No, Lies from the pit of hell. Lies from the pit of hell. Scorched Earth. By definition, a military strategy that aims to destroy anything that might be useful to the enemy while it's advancing through or withdrawing from a location. Yeah. I thought about the rest of my coworkers and I thought about not rocking the boat for them. But then I thought about the fact that none of them rocked the boat when Angela got locked up. None of them said a thing when Bob was touching all over people and demanding that they call him Dick. So I didn't have Dick for any of them. I took that thumb drive and I walked out the door and walked directly to my house, hopped on Skype, and contacted one of my closest friends in Sorors. Making sure that she was aware of all of the information that was on the thumb drive and the importance of it getting to the right people other than her, I sent her the information. Then I walked directly to the post office and mailed her the information. I kept copies for myself, of course. I'm new to this, but I'm not that new. My friends, I am not going to be a scapegoat for anybody. But my friends are also not going to be scapegoats for anybody. And Miranda, Tina, and especially Dick needed to know that. The text messages that they had sent between one another would more than prove that Angela was innocent. It would also show that they were guilty of insider trading. That made me smile. And it would show that there was more than one person who had contacted HR in regards to Dick's lecherous spider monkey hands and his inane demands and how those people were ignored because the head of HR yeah, they and Dick went way back. I wasn't really concerned about the company at all. I wasn't concerned about the people who worked there. They bounced back. But I need to make sure that I did this for myself and for anyone else who was going to be in my situation. You can't just let them walk over you. You can't just let them do whatever they want to you. I was tired of taking the blame. I was tired of passing off the blame and hoping that it didn't come back to stick to me. I lied about what I heard and saw, not because I was scared of Miranda, but because there were other places where that news would be much more effective. As I said, scorched earth. Max was going to be all right. He had a fledgling business already started up that was going to be able to help many more people than the ones who shat on him excessively at that office. And Angela, she should be out soon if everything goes right.
Huh. Looks like it's going to be a beautiful day after all. This is all it would have taken. Just one. <laughs> How do we go on sandwiches of this? All it took as was I'm, as I'm sitting here to bring down an entire corporation. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I just put this together, right? Right. So Tina is with Bob, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Tina is rubbing her vagina all everybody and mm-hmm. all their lunches. Mm-hmm. And Bob says, "Call him Dick." We have like Dick and vagina together mm-hmm. in a partnership, just randomly. As we went from beginning to end with nobody knowing that whatsoever. So I think wow, come full circle here. This is so beautiful. So what you're saying is it was a perfect representation of white supremacy? Yes. Ooh. That's what I'm saying. That's Dick what I'm saying. And vagina getting together to fuck up some sandwiches. And ruin the... the and ruin everyone's lives. lives. And ruin well, everyone's I, lives. I just, I just, it, it sounded so ominous that I just knew we were fucking talking about insider trading. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's where you went to immediately. It's like, well, they must oh, be doing wow, something wrong with their stocks. <laughs> <laughs> insider trading. That's a great euphemism for like putting lunches in your vagina. <laughs> that's, that's a great euphemism. Oh, uh, you had a Twinkie. I need to trade this Twinkie for someone who had a very large sandwich. So I know at least some of it is edible. <laughs> we went from a nigga who was taking a bite out of everybody's lunch <laughs> to murder, to murder, murder. trading. <laughs> and I literally joke. Usually, I am one take, fifteen minutes. We're in and out. It took me an hour to figure out how to continue this story because I didn't know what the heck to say to make <laughs> it sound good. I almost sent this story to the news. I almost had a guy whistling and saying, God damn. I had my wife listening to it to make sure I was going on the right path. She had suggestions. And when she finds out that it was all about a vagina and sandwiches, <laughs> she's going to be fucking pissed. <laughs> it's all Jay's fault. It's all Jay's fault. It's your fault, damn it. This is magnificent. Put the pussy back in it. This sounded, <laughs> hey, I swear to God, this sounds like a fucking sequel to Office Space. <laughs> it all started with someone taking bites out of One sandwiches. bite bandit. Me, Office Space 2, the one bite bandit. Hey, man. Hey, dude. She got that good, man. She got that swing line stapler, dog. <laughs> Yo, am I the only one that when Erica uh, said Miranda that like Jessica's or Mocha's head uh, Stokes popped into my head <laughs> Stokes yeah. I was like what, oh, what is... no that's not part of the story Ricky shut up <laughs> this is very serious um, <laughs> So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the story of how a sandwich can lead to murder, of how a pussy can lead to freedom, and how basically men stay the fuck away from people and stop sexual harassing everybody, or else it's going to go down and you're going to get murked uh, because... Just, just leave, just leave folks the fuck alone at work. Don't be touching on people's chairs and on their shoulders and shit. That's just, don't do that. We see that shit, man. Stop doing that. And stop messing with people's lunches. Not as serious 
But that's where this all started. So we you got know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy, Erica? About, about seven years ago, maybe eight, Jay, Scar, and myself did a skit called Law and Order Lunchroom. Yeah, you remember. About a dude who was eating people's sandwiches and, and yeah, a fight started. A fight started, and the yeah. dude who sounds was getting eaten got his ass whooped, and he got fired because he called a meeting and had everybody come in there to investigate who was eating his lunch. <laughs> so it's funny that we're back here full circle. Um, are you hungry, Jay? Have you eaten? I'm always hungry. You're always hungry. Yeah, you I, I just, I no, like I just make sure that you have like. A sandwich and an unblemished, <laughs> unmarked sandwich. Unfortunately, all of my sandwiches have been touched by a vagina. Oh my god, I would watch that show. <laughs> touched by a vagina. <laughs> we'll be right back after these messages. Oh my god. We'll be returned previously think- on Touched by a Vagina. <laughs> I think that the, um, Name of this episode uh, should be Lip Service. Um, Lip Service and Insider Trading. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Um, So with that said and done, uh, I will go ahead and pull the cards for the next go around. Uh, Erica, what kind of card box do you have? Do you have the Storymatic too or do you have Mm -hmm. a different type of box? It's the same box. Okay. To it, it's sitting like right here. It was covered in post-its, but the reason why I'm asking is because the the Storymatic, which is a wonderful box of cards that we get all of our stories from, we pull the cards randomly. Here's the cards. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> didn't know that they had this in there. Uh, a wild card, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there's a wild card. We'll oh. be using the next story. So the wild card is. That our next story has to be a romance. Yes. Oh. Oh. Are you joining us for the romance? Oh, Erica. Are are you guys going to, are we going to have the same four people for our romance then? Are we just going to like loop everyone in? Look, I'll go first. Oh. (laughs) Oh, then I'm totally be there. Unless we're having ghosts, we can't have them die before the romance begins, Erica. (laughs) I am so romantic. You don't even know. I'm scared of that statement in itself. I mean, all the people she's killed, she's done it romantically. She yes. is the, she is literally the Wednesday Adam of storytellers. <laughs> so we have a wild card, which means we have to still we have to tell the story as a romance. So the three cards in this romance that we're going to be doing are <laughs> that the door won't open. Oh. Because of the ghost. Keeper of a family <laughs> tradition. Wait, am I supposed to see that as a person who will be telling the story later? And a survivor. Oh, oh. You have to know the cards. I mean, if that's you right, yeah, that's true. The like, door survivor, won't open. Door won't open. Keeper of a family tradition. That sounds like the saddest romance ever coming. And survivor. Oh, I love this. I so it's going to be a romantic ghost story. That's yeah, what's like, going to happen. Like I feel like someone's gonna survive and someone's not. I think volume two is just like our not safe for work edition. Like none of this is gonna pass the censors. Oh, oh, should I be should I be trying to? No. (laughs) Have fun. 
Tell I'm just me that saying, like, this is where we are now. This is what's been this is what's been started. We're just going to take the sandwich and take it all the way. <laughs> we're gonna go all the way with the sandwich and we're gonna roll into episode two. Better fucking believe I'm gonna be watching my lunch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it by your desk. So yeah, nobody I, think I think I'm ordering in. I think I'm gonna order in. I feel like that, <laughs> that was actually the answer. What are you doing near my desk, Patricia? <laughs> Who's been in my mini fridge? <laughs> Better walk your ass to, to, to McDonald's or Carl's Jr. Extra careful from now on. Who's that chewing on my window? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, we will get the lineup set as far as the order of people going. I just know Erica's going first because she called that shit. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh yeah. So, so we'll romantic. Everybody else played out in a little bit. But again, ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for your time. If there's something that you loved about this show, if there's something that you hated about this show, leave a review. Uh we're available on iTunes, we're available on Stitcher, and we're available on Google Music. We're also available on Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So be sure to share us with your friends. Let us know what you think. Let them know what you think. Um And Our Twitter us. account is Story Tailspin OEO. Uh, that's not <laughs> OEO. Like I say that because it is Story Tail Spin, like the TV show T A L E S P I N. So you know OEO. It's a whole thing we did in the first volume, and it worked out great. Um, with another tailspin. We also have a hashtag for the show for Twitter, which is hashtag tells we tell. Um, go ahead and use that when you're listening to the show. Go ahead and hit us up. We will retweet and talk with you. Um, we really want to thank you for your time and listening to this. We want to thank everybody for uh, coming out and uh, putting their uh, two cents in. Hey, you, light skin pretty nigga. Next week. Five huh. minds, one story. It's showtime. Huh? You got to put your voice in on this one. Oh, we're huh? going to make Ricky do a romance. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my heart. This is oh, going to be great. This is, is going to be interesting. So we'll see y'all in the oh, next boy. episode again. Uh, oh, my Jesus. Oh, my baby Jesus. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. And remember, never be afraid to tell your stories. You never know what it'll end up. Have a good evening. Have a good day. Y'all be good. Peace. <laughs>